Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself. Not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We're diving right on into it today, and we're talking about goals. We all have goals in our life. Some of them are big and lofty, and reaching them will be one of the highlights of your life. And some of them are, you know, just make it through the work week can be a goal. No matter what your goals are, if they're important to you, that matters. But here's the thing. We often set a goal, but then just sort of amble or wander our way to it. Or you focus on it for a week, but then it drops off and it becomes something you'll get to eventually. So how can you create goals in a way that actually helps you achieve them? That's what this episode is about. And of course, being the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness podcast, I'll be using this somewhat in terms of your health and fitness goals. But you can apply what we're talking about today to any area, any goal in your life. So first thing to know when you're setting a goal is whether you're serious or ready to be serious about this goal or not. These are how we end up with those goals that we sort of have but are mostly hanging out in the back of your mind. If after a week or two you really don't think it will be that important to you, maybe it's not the goal for now, especially if you think, After a week or two, if you haven't achieved that goal yet, it won't be important. Then maybe again, it's not the goal for you. We can get honeymoon phase with a goal, right? So we've all heard the term of like the honeymoon phase when you're in a new relationship and everything is oh so wonderful. You can get this with goals too. You get this idea, you feel really excited about it, and you might not even actually be doing anything to progress towards it, but the thought of it is exciting. And then the honeymoon phase starts to end and it's not as exciting or it's a lot harder to get to that goal than you anticipated or time consuming and the goal becomes way and way less shiny and intriguing. So just know whether this is a serious goal or maybe a goal you're just sort of dabbling in. And it's okay to set those goals that you kind of just want to dabble in. Like maybe you don't even really know if it's exactly a goal yet. It's just something that might become a goal. So you're exploring your options. But if this is something that you really want, you're really taking seriously, know those goals because the way that you set them and the way that you approach them should be different. Okay, so next, actually getting down to the goal setting. So you're probably familiar with SMART goals. SMART standing for specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, and timely. There are different variations, so maybe you've heard something different, but they're generally pretty similar to that. These are the ones that I use. This is a good place to start when it comes to working out your goals, but I don't think that it's the end-all be-all that people hype it up to be. 
I think we can go deeper and establish much more of a focus in order to get you to your goals. And I'll get to that in a minute. But the SMART acronym is great and it does help you get started with those goals. It'll be a lot easier and make your path more clear if you know, number one, exactly what it is. So S, specific, right? Two, for measurable, how are you going to measure your progress and progression towards your goals? Three, actionable, what are you doing to get to your goal? Four, for relevant, is this consistent with other factors of your life? Or if it's a smaller goal as part of a bigger goal, is it actually relevant to that bigger overhead goal? And five, for T, what's your timeline? With timely, it's not just, oh, in six months, I'll achieve this goal. Make it more detailed with your timing. When are you accomplishing the boxes you need to check off in order to get to this goal within that six months timeline? So y'all know I love examples. So let's set an example using SMART. We'll take a goal a lot of people have, especially one in the people that I work with, and that is losing weight. That alone is pretty general. So starting with S, get more specific. Hone in exactly what you want from losing weight. Do you have a number of pounds in mind? Is it 10 pounds? Is it 100 pounds? Or you don't have to have a number. It could be you want to fit into a certain dress or you want to improve your blood pressure or your blood sugar or your cholesterol or other health metrics. But know specifically what your goal is with losing weight. Next is M, so measurable. How are you measuring your progress toward your goal? Obviously, the scale is one way to do it with weight loss. I'm not going to tangent here too much, but I do just want to say the scale is not the end all be all. Your weight naturally fluctuates every single day. So the scales can be very frustrating, but you know what? Hey, it's your goal. You can measure by the scale if you wish. However, there are other ways to measure weight loss, and if this is your goal, you could measure by doing body measurements, or you could keep a tracker to see where other things might be impacted, such as, are you sleeping better, or are you drinking more water? Or you could use a journal or a tracker to track things like, you ate the recommended servings for fruits and veggies, or what sort of movement you had in your day. However you want to do it, but just measuring your progress along the way. And you can measure in multiple different ways, but... Be specific, use S from above to be specific about how you measure. Don't just willy-nilly it and one week you're gonna track this and the other week you're gonna track that. Know exactly what you want to track from beginning to end. Or if you start tracking something and you find that it's really not serving you well, for instance, the scale again, if you find that getting on the scale every day is frustrating to you, don't weigh every day. Weigh once a week, weigh once a month. Don't weigh at all. It's totally up to you. So if you start tracking and then you notice that it's actually not serving you well, it's okay to change that. But find ways to track your progress in other ways that you find motivating for you. Okay, moving on to A for actionable. I'm actually going to hold off on this one for another minute because it's the most important one. It's great to have a specific measurable goal, but if you don't have any action or take any action to get there, like it's it's rather pointless. So we'll come back to this one in just a minute. Moving on to R for relevant is next. 
in this example of weight loss, is losing weight consistent and compatible with the rest of your life? Or you could even look at it from outside in. If the rest of your life is not compatible with your goal of losing weight, what do you need to change in the rest of your life? Relevant is also your why. Why is this important to you? So I'm not going to dive too much into establishing your why because I've covered it a few times recently on the podcast. And for those of you who listen week after week, I don't want to like burn you out on discovering your why. You might be like, I know what my why is. Please stop talking about this. But if you need a little help establishing your why and really digging deeper into that, go to episode 39 and listen to that one. That is our September goals episode, but the week one goal, so right at the start of the episode, you don't have to search for it. The week one goal is to discover or reconnect with your why, and I give you a really useful exercise on that to dig deeper into your why. So getting relevant and using that why. So again, that's episode 39, and I will put the link to that in the show notes as well, so you could easily easily click on that and find it. And finally, T for timely. With weight loss, a healthy rate is no more than two pounds per week. You might lose more than that in your first few weeks, but generally speaking, it's no more than two pounds per week. So if your goal is to lose one pound per week and your goal is 15 pounds, when do you want to get to your goal? And with timely in terms of weight loss, give yourself some buffer. Don't think everything is blown to bits if you don't hit your goal on exactly the day. Especially being women, our weight fluctuates in addition to, you know, the everyday fluctuations that everybody has. Our weight can fluctuate a little bit just based on our cycles and such like that. So give yourself a little bit of buffer, all right? So there's an example of using SMART to set your goal. But let's go deeper. The more detailed you get about what you're going to do to get to your goal, the easier it becomes to take those steps. So I like to use something called goal mapping. And if you've heard of goal mapping before, I think this approach is a little bit different. So just hang in there with me. Goal mapping breaks down exactly what you need to do or want to do to get to your target. It takes that big lofty, maybe intimidating or scary or thrilling goal and puts your path there into step-by-step manageable pieces. So think of a big goal that you've accomplished in your life and think back to when you first set your sights on that goal. What were all the steps you had to complete in order to get there? Maybe it was a goal to graduate from college. This is a goal a lot of us have achieved. First, in order to reach it, you had to research colleges and apply. You had to ensure that you graduated from high school. You had to figure out how you were going to pay for it. For everyone with student loans, I am right there with you. You had to register, decide your major, pick your classes, probably move, pass your exams, your research, your project, your thesis. You had to work, 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 but you did it. You earned that degree. And even the smallest step like setting your alarm so you get up in time for class contributed to that achievement. So goal mapping maps that out. It can take those big goals and break it down to little pieces. Okay, maybe not as detailed as set your alarm for class, but I mean, it could be. It could be because this is your map and you get to create it into the most finite details as you want. Some people just break it down into smaller manageable chunks. 
And some people really like to continuously break them down, break them down, break them down so that every single step is exactly mapped out. However works best for you. So let me explain this so it makes more sense how you map. I'm going to post a goal mapping template, an example on the blog post for this episode. So if you want to see it written out or if you want to see how it looks on paper, you can find that link below in the show notes or go to carolinebreen.com slash blog slash 54. Okay, so we're going to map out our goal. We have our piece of paper and at the top you have your plan. Now, the language I use for goal mapping is a little bit different, so just take note of that. What you may consider your goal is actually referred to as your plan in this case. And again, let's use weight loss. So your plan is you want to lose weight. Under that, you break it into areas of focus. I find three areas of focus are a good place to start. And for weight loss, our areas of focus might be better nutrition, increased movement, and self-love. Next, each area of focus breaks down again. So imagine weight loss in a box at the top of the page. A line comes down and then horizontally branches into your three areas of focus. Each area of focus box does the same again with a line that branches down into two more boxes. These boxes underneath your area of focus is your goal. Again, you can set more goals just like you can set more areas of focus, but two goals per area of focus is not a bad place to start. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. So taking our area of focus that is better nutrition, your two goals may be drink more water and cook a healthy dinner at home four nights per week. Those are your two goals. Looking at your area of focus of increased movement, your goals might be walk for 15 minutes at lunch every day and Saturday morning yoga. And then of course you set your two goals under your area of focus self-love as well. So finally, these goals break down once more, just one more time into what is the most important part, your action steps. These action steps are the details and guidance you have created for yourself that move the needle along. They are the little things you motivate yourself to do on those days. Your big plan just seems challenging. So for your goal to cook a healthy dinner at home four nights per week, your action steps could be one, look up recipes and plan what you're cooking this week. Two, make a grocery list and go grocery shopping. Three, prep anything that needs to be chopped or diced so you save yourself time later in the week. For your goal of walking 15 minutes at lunch, your action steps could be one, pack your lunch so you don't have to take time to go buy it. Two, set an alarm on your work calendar that blocks off the time and reminds you. And three, ask someone from work to join you so you're accountable. So do you see how that all trickles down from plan? Plan of weight loss to area of focus, which was increased movement, to your goal to walk 15 minutes of lunch, to your action step, set an alert on your calendar. Knowing this, knowing exactly the steps you're going to take to get to your big objective makes it so much more manageable, motivating, and realistic. Being able to see it written out on paper can also make it a lot less daunting and scary. If you're just like, 
yes, weight loss. I would like to do that. But you have no idea how to start or how to do it. This gives you a literal map. And the best part is you create your own map. You get to decide your focus, your goals, and your action steps. This is your map. Now you can continue to create these maps and break down each step as much as you want to, like I said before. For some, mapping it once is enough. For other long-term goals, you may want to take an area of focus and map that further, or even take a goal and split it further, getting as detailed as you wish. So in order for you to get started on your goals and mapping them out, I am giving you a goal template for free. You can print it as many times as you need and use it again and again and again for all of those future goals. So you can get that for free, your goal mapping template at carolinebreen.com slash goal map. And that will be sent straight to your inbox. It's an instant download so you can start mapping out those goals right now. Now, one thing I do want to say about when we're working towards our goals is there will always be challenges. And so often these challenges just throw us completely off course and completely derail us from achieving our goals. It's useful to let these monsters out of the closet, so to speak, at the very beginning. Instead of worrying or being afraid of challenges that could possibly arise, I want you to face them head on like the bad bit that you are. Identify what challenges are likely to get in your way and have a plan for how you're going to navigate it. So for like the walking goal, here in Florida, it rains a lot during the summer. So what if it's raining every day during your lunchtime? Or if you live up north and it is currently snowing like crazy during your lunchtime, how are you going to overcome that to still meet your goal? Maybe if the weather is bad, know your plan will be to walk the hallways of your building instead or go up and down the stairs for 10 minutes or maybe plan to do some squats or lunges and calf raises at your desk. Or maybe bring an exercise band to work and leave it in your desk so for those literal rainy days, you can just do some armband exercises. But create some sort of plan around those challenges that you can somewhat anticipate coming. In terms of weight loss or any health and fitness goal, there is an obstacle that comes up a lot, but people never remember ahead of time to plan for it. And that is any sort of illness. This can be hard to plan for because sometimes when you're sick, you might want all the comfort food. And sometimes when you're sick, food is just revolting. You don't know what kind of sickness you're going to get. You don't even know if you're going to get sick, but you want to have some ideas in mind. And even if your plan is just get through being sick, that is fine. That is fine to have that as your plan, but have a plan for how you're going to get back on track. That's where the hardest part is for many people. They feel like sickness got them off track. They ate all this comfort food because they just weren't feeling well and they haven't been doing their action steps and they haven't been doing all the things that they had been doing and maybe the scale went up a few pounds and then they don't know how to get back on track and they just give up. Being prepared and accepting of the obstacles that will arise has you that much closer to your goal. So even if your plan for obstacles is to just get back on track and know your way that you're going to get back on track, 
Establish it ahead of time. Establish it right now when you are setting your goals and mapping them out. Now, everything I just talked about is so helpful for setting your goals so you can actually achieve them. However, what if you're not really sure what your goals are in the first place? What if you feel like you don't know what you want or you don't know where to start? We're going to enter one of my other favorite tools, the Wheel of Life. Even if you're familiar with the Wheel of Life, I would encourage you to check out this version because it's different than many that I have seen. And by different, I'm not even going to lie, I do most definitely mean better. So this version uses nine categories. You have family, home environment, significant other, personal growth, fun and leisure, friends, career, money, and health and wellness. You rate each of the categories on a scale of 1 to 10 based on your satisfaction that you find with this category in your life, and then you fill in your wheel and you connect the lines. I know that's a little hard to visualize, but again, you can see an example on the blog post for this episode. Now, in a perfect world, you would be completely satisfied with everything in your life and your wheel would make a perfect circle rolling smoothly along. But hi, this is the real world. So your wheel probably has some areas that cause your wheel to go clunk, clunk, clunk down the road instead. The wheel of life allows you to see what those areas are. And this can be a perfect way to see what in life is throwing off your wheel and create goals around it. Now, I created a printable that walks you through filling out and reflecting on your wheel of life, but I additionally created one for your wellness, specifically for wellness. This wellness wheel, again, takes nine categories, but now they're all focusing around your wellness and you can see what areas of your wellness should you maybe focus on. And also there's an additional blank wheel template for you to create your own wheel, either looking at your life as a whole, or you can break down one area further like I did with the wellness wheel. If you would like to check out the wheel of life and fill it out for your life and get the wellness wheel and the wheel template, I will post the link to that in the show notes, or you can go to carolinebrain.com and hit shop in the top menu. Okay, final note on goals and achieving them. When you reach that goal you set out for, appreciate it. Appreciate everything you did, everything you worked for, all the effort you put in, the ways you grew in pursuit of this goal. Take time to really reflect and be proud of yourself. We can easily jump into the next thing, the next thing, the bigger thing, one after the other, not only burning ourselves out, but not realizing everything that we've done along the way, everything that you've accomplished and achieved. And you totally deserve to celebrate yourself for that. I would love to know what goal have you accomplished that you are most proud of? Share that with me on Instagram because I would love to celebrate you for that. You definitely deserve it. And I don't think I actually mentioned this before in the episode where I announced my business name change from Unstoppable Moms Fitness to Caroline Breen Health Coaching. I changed my Instagram name as well. So the podcast name is staying the same. Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast staying the same. My Instagram name is now Caroline Breen Wellness. So if you were following me before under Unstoppable Moms Fitness, just know that that has changed. But if you're not following me yet, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram so that I can connect with you. And that's at Caroline Breen Wellness. 
That brings us to the end of our goal setting episode. I hope you're ready to go crush some goals. Again, if you want to grab the free goal mapping template, click the link in the show notes or go to carolinebreen.com slash goal map. And if you want to check out the Wheel of Life, Wheel of Wellness, or Wheel Template, the link is also in the show notes or go to carolinebreen.com, click on shop at the top of the page. Speaking of goals, I will talk to you next week with our February goal episode. Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? You can find me on the gram, and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.